0: You can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA.
1: It's au revoir to The Bike Show and bonjour to One Life Left.
4: Good evening and welcome to One Life Left. We're a video game radio show live on Resonance 104.4 FM. I'm Steve (laughs) Cohen. I am Simon Byron.
0: And I'm
1: Anne Scanty-Bree. We're
4: already having a brilliant time. Rubber side down. Chapeau. (laughs) What was he talking about? I've no idea. Goodbye to the bike show, one of Resonance's foremost shows. Where's he gone?
1: Just just the end of the season. He's probably gone on a long ride.
4: Right, fair enough. the The very foremost show... Is, is one life left Clear. and that is this one I'm doing fine thanks son. good you look well this evening yeah I, I, I feel I, I, I genuinely I feel a bit peaky okay
0: listeners I'm afraid uh, we've been forbidden from tweeting a picture of what Steve's wearing this oh, evening oh I did it anyway did you yeah <laughs> Have you seen, can you see the way that he sat look at the way he sat with his. he sat like Jamie so Redknapp on Sky Sports He's with his legs apart He's so Steve Curran is wearing a Stockport County football kit but this like evening
1: but a full kit
0: if the, web, the webcam is working get yourself to Resonance <laughs> FM dot com now and and,
4: uh, feast your eyes on that view just
0: in case uh, just in
4: case Stockport suffer a selection dilemma over the next few days I'm uh, making myself
0: available I don't like it
4: no I'm not I I wasn't feeling very well today and so I've decided I'm going to run it out of my system because I have to go to Los Angeles on Saturday for video game business Mm. and I can't afford to get sick uh, which means I won't be here next week which means this is my last show ever for two weeks. Chapeau. Okay. Uh, did you fill in the appropriate holiday forms? I did that with HR okay, at the moment. Good. Right, Anne, it's me
0: and you next week then. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting, isn't it? How have you been, Anne?
1: Uh, good, thank you. Very good. Very good. Oh, Very no, good. I wish I hadn't asked. Yeah.
0: Have you two not had the opportunity to speak to each other before this event <laughs> since you saw Taylor Swift? Oh. Have you not... And I, if only there were other methods of communication that didn't involve hosting your own radio show and then boring the listeners. Maybe this is the only
1: chance we get to communicate. Maybe okay.
0: that's why
4: I'm feeling ill, just because all of life is around. a bit disappointment since Tuesday evening. I like that tweet we got today. Which, Which we got a tweet to the One Life Left account that said, tuned into One Life Left to see whether Steve would mention Taylor Swift. Two minutes in. Boom. Right, there you go. So that's another listener lost Look, before three <laughs> minutes are up. Uh, but
0: we've got another listener in the studio. Um, continuing our current run of uh, superb guests, we've got video game journalist, legend, Steve Boxer.
3: Good evening, folks. Hello, Steve. How are you doing? Oh, not bad not bad you thank know. you thank you for it's coming a on pleasure to be here pleasure it's great
0: to have you on i can't believe it's taken us six seven seven years to get you on
3: yeah mm. i'm a one life left virgin that's true but i'm um, in the process of being deflowered <laughs> right now <laughs> how's it going well i don't know uh, so far i'm quite enjoying it good that's
0: why i dress like this exactly let's play the end credits <laughs> let's leave it there uh no actually we should start the show as we always do with Anne's news
1: For Monday the 12th of November, I'm Anne Scanthbury and this is the news tomorrow news curiosity has finally been released and then gone a bit wrong the 22 cans game curiosity what's inside the cube was released last Tuesday a day earlier than expected however there were a number of bugs in the game with coins disappearing and the cube not updating this has been blamed partly on the strain on the servers because of unexpected popularity Molineux is asking people to, d- to donate money to sort this out sadly the £500,000 diamond chisel DLC is not available to purchase probably because they're using it to fix the servers or
0: well, probably because it was always a Lie?
1: Do you think it's a lie?
0: Well, it, it was. Didn't we say this at the time?
3: But Peter Mullen, you would never lie. Well, exactly. You?
0: Have
4: you come to our karaoke evening, Steve. <laughs> I think I think you said you raised the question: Is that possible on yeah. iOS? And then you gave the answer: No. no yes. Yeah. So
0: there we go. We <laughs> opened the debate and then closed it. <laughs>
4: uh, and did you download Curiosity:
0: co- yeah. on What's Inside the Cube? Yes. Are you reviewing it later? No. Okay. Good. Well,
1: so, no. Mm. Mm.
0: What did you think? I. Is it a game?
1: No. Steve? I
3: haven't played it, I must admit. I've been too busy, but uh, I'm intrigued. I mean, it's typical Peter, you know. (laughs) He likes to sort of disrupt and do things different, but whether that actually equates to good games is always a moot point as far as Peter's concerned. It's not a
0: game, is it, Steve? It's definitely a game. Is it? Why? Stop being the bitter, dark no, 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 no. Well, it's not
1: a game. He says it's not a game.
0: Yeah, it, I, it's mean, so a game. This, I mean, he's always called it an experiment, hasn't he? And I think that the, the, all of this is part of the experiment and that you're going to see a headlining conference slot next year mm. by Peter Molyneux at GDC or I'm something. Sure so. Is he just trying to get... Sure? He's, no, he's trolling everybody. No, he's seeing how not. far he is. No, he's not. He's
4: seeing how far he can push it. If this, if this isn't a game, then Dear Esther isn't a game as well. Well, I've not played. It's
3: it's more of a concept than a game, surely, (laughs) which is which is typical, Peter.
4: I think I think the term "game" is absolutely it's 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 really really broad and encompasses everything from I don't know live action role playing right the way through to Halo Four, and this lies at one end of the scale. It's very limited. Which end of the scale? At the End of the scale with limited is this live fact, action you know role play, or is this Halo Four? It's not even a linear scale. This is a four-dimensional space. I don't know. I haven't thought this through. Okay. All I know is that I've I went onto the internet as I do, right. and I saw the internet being furious about this free piece of software.
0: Sure. No. I, yeah. I completely agree that the internet doesn't have any right to be furious about a free piece of software. But when has the internet ever made any sort right. of sense? <laughs> but I but I think to sort of call it if if it wasn't from Peter Molyneux, the games blogs CVG heaven's sake is doing a live blog about curious how are you going to keep that that <laughs> up what's inside the box well we
3: still don't know <laughs> well, what, do you think in- they'll do a live blog of paint drying next
0: <laughs> well, if peter molyneux decide he's going to do that then maybe but yeah i mean so if it wasn't peter molyneux
4: doing it the games w- w- and
0: i you, wouldn't
1: know about it no i wouldn't care about that's, it
4: that's that's fine Okay Who cares about that Like that's just That's nothing to do with the game The fact that Peter started it That spread the word about the game I don't believe I mean people have said that Oh you only know about it Because Peter Molyneux, You you know uh, Is involved with it I think that's true That you Everyone heard about it at once Because uh, Because Peter's involved And Peter's very good At generating PR But I actually think This concept plays to the uh, You know innate uh curiousness of humans and it could easily have rolled out slower and that would probably have been more healthy for it because the problem the problems they're having at the moment is because every single angry person on the internet jumped on the game probably wanting to be mean about it and got their wish granted because it fell over because of that What's inside the box, though, (laughs) more importantly?
3: Yeah, it's a sort of treasure-hunting game, isn't it? If you're the sort of guy who who goes goes out in a field, then then you'll love it.
0: Right, well, you should put that on the box, Peter Molyneux.
1: Seven Navy SEALs are in trouble for helping make Medal of Honor Warfighter look really realistic. The SEALs were paid by EA while actively serving with the Navy. They're being charged with violating Article 92, which involves orders, violation and misuse of command gear, and Article 94, which involves dereliction of duty and disclosure of classified material. EA claimed not to know if the veterans who consulted on the game were in contact with the Department of Defence. Unfortunately, these SEALs will be punished in the traditional manner. Clubbing. Boom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And still, it only got Metacritic fifty-four percent, or something like that, did it? Medal
3: of Honor. Did it? Oh,
1: it's that's a such life, a shame. It's a real life. Yeah, all
3: those secrets leaked.
1: Well, maybe it's because war's actually not exactly that nice. boring.
0: Yeah, doesn't war doesn't have good <laughs>
3: graphics? Yeah, but you can make war into good games. But unfortunately, Medal of Honor: Warfighter wasn't one of those. I, You've got to feel a bit sorry for those poor Navy SEALs after all, all that grief they got. Well, I their game is rubbish. It
0: makes me question how good SEALs are because I would have thought part of being in the military is keeping is doing is keeping things secret. Mm-hmm. And so then they've been like, right, uh, did anybody here uh, help out EA on. Did anybody <laughs> tell them what it's like being. Yeah, we did. Well, maybe,
3: maybe they had to torture them to, <laughs> get right. them to confess.
0: <laughs> it was developed. In, where was it developed? Was it developed in the States or Canada?
3: Uh, I it think probably Canada, oh, actually. Right. I'm not quite sure. Maybe the States. I okay, don't know. They don't do torture over there, do they? Uh, yeah. Well, so how did this story get out, anyway?
1: It's in the news. <laughs>
0: Well, how did it how did it go from, like the bit between when it was a secret
4: and the news We've the, the
1: discovered bit, b- Simon Seals' talk.: okay. <laughs> I
4: don't know. So realism, um, this seems to be EA seeking like a, a greater level of realism in a game which, as Steve points out, was reviewed very, very poorly. Uh, does realism matter in video games in this sort of thing? You know, Isn't modern warfare exactly realistic enough, i.e., lets teenage boys shoot other teenage boys, and that's it.
3: I guess so, yeah. I, yeah, I think uh, realism can be overrated in games. I mean, give me a nice art style over sort of... I mean, you don't want to be doing what you're doing in real life, do you, in a game? Exactly, I, mean, so, I certainly don't. So, so clearly realism can be very dull. Hmm.
4: And so this, this was, you know, their angle. They were going to make the most realistic game, but it turns out they made a slightly worse one. But I suppose... But they were never going to uh, promote the fact that the SEAL men uh, helped them, with. Well, they? I was going to ask you about this. Do you, do you think... Uh, we talked a bit last week, I think, about those... Uh, those sort of um, PR moves that are accidental leaks of uh, things that make people furious, and then people talk about them, and now the whole world knows that this game is super realistic.
0: If they were going to do it deliberately, they'd have done it before it came out. Right, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and you know, there are some things you shouldn't say. It's like, you know, if you work for Bohemia, mm-hmm. don't say you're in Greece. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Double Fine's Happy Action Theatre is being used as a tool in a school for children with special needs. The Jackson School in Australia is using it to help kids with autism engage and communicate and by its occupational therapist to help physical development in other children. The idea to use the game came from the IT teacher at the school who spoke to Eurogamer. He explained that the game's impact saying, the children wouldn't necessarily talk to each other unless they had this medium to do it through. One Life Left would like that teacher to come and be our teacher.
4: Double Fine. Best friends of the show, yep. whether they like it or not,
0: yep.
3: <laughs> and they probably don't. Tim Schafer, one of the loveliest men in the games industry,
0: and Happy Action Theater, the, my most played Connect game. This is a positive news story, Anne. I well done. well I, I was thinking as you were reading out, oh, yeah, we're going to struggle making jokes about this one, aren't we? <laughs> so we are.
3: Well, well, Simon, is
0: that the only Connect game you've ever played? Well, it's the well, it's the easiest one to play. So um, you my, mean it actually works? Well, yeah, because yeah, absolutely, because it doesn't insist on. Uh, you know, stand here for, uh, to access a menu. Once you've once it signs you in, which we're going to take about fifteen minutes doing, we're then going to ask you what storage device you want this saved on. And my little four year old son, and like, no, put your hand up, put your hand up, Dexter. No, the other one, uh, 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 and then yeah, like he really wants to play Star Wars connect but can't. So that's why we, we very much enjoy Happy Action oh. Theater. So I've probably said it before. I took a video of him playing it. Uh, so I sat by the TV and he was playing uh, the level where the birds. Uh, you put your hands out and the birds come and land on them. And then he was just running around, going, "Get away, birds! Get away, birds! Get off daddy's sofa, birds!" Uh, and it just looked like he was on acid, like because you couldn't see the game. It just looked like that's what he was doing. It's hysterical. It's an excellent game.
3: Yeah, the trouble with most Kinect games though is if you ever do get them set up, you you then realise that you have to move to a house yeah. with a twenty-five foot lounge.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, you know, this in list- America. <laughs> This um, this illustrates the beauty of that game because it doesn't have any of those problems. I mean, it's it's fun, isn't it? When's number two coming out? Though it's not called that; it's been bought by Microsoft, hasn't it? Mm. Or is this or is it. this one of those secrets again? I'm not sure. Yeah, should we talk about something? Else? No, it has <laughs> been, hasn't it? I think it's been. Um, if there was going to be a two, which we wouldn't know about because we definitely didn't play it, uh, was going to come out under another name, wasn't it? I understand. Has, hasn't come out yet.
3: And, Steve, d- do you know? I d- Absolutely no idea. <sighs> okay, right, good.
1: <laughs> Game retailer. <again. laughs> game just wants to let everyone know it's doing fine despite the collapse of Comet who is also owned by investment firm Op Capita. The company still doesn't have credit insurance but boss Martin Gibb said that they are due to bring in around £20 million in profit by the end of the financial year. 319 game stores are due to open at midnight for the launch of Call of Duty Black Ops 2. If any other shops started opening at midnight we might actually be worried.
0: So I went up to Game Oxford Street last week to go uh, and buy some games. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what it is now?
1: What is it? It's a Boots. What? Yeah, I
0: know. They turn it around pretty quickly, but I did sort of laugh and go, right, Um, just imagine if those people that come every year to stand outside
4: midnight for Call of Duty, (laughs) (laughs)
1: they're going to be in for for a shock,
4: aren't they? But they'll come away with some nice hair straight. Exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So it's now um, Stratford is the the main game. I mean, if you were thinking of going to Oxford... Street don't
0: Yeah, go to HMV Because that's where it is this evening The official Oxford oh, Street launch party Are you not invited?
1: No oh. Well, it,
0: it's, it's a shop Do you do you, do you insist <laughs> on being invited into all shops, do you? <laughs> Who the hell do you think you are?
3: I was invited Were you? Yeah, I'm do, going later Are you? I won't be going up to HMV But I'll be going to the launch thingy Of have too. too Yeah, yeah Can't wait to meet the cast of TOWIE Really? Is that is that why you're going along? What do you expect to see there, Steve uh, the cast of Terry, Um footballers tweeting. Right. Um, the usual sort of stuff at those do's, in other words. Doesn't sound
0: very good. We compelling. wouldn't know. No. They're often on a Monday, actually, aren't they?
1: Oh, well, interesting. Because, yeah, I know. Right? Oh, didn't invite you. you no, know you've got the show on. Yeah. D- didn't want to, you know, knew you wouldn't be able to make it. Thanks. Well, but isn't
4: that to give uh, HR some time to sunset? <Right>.
1: Finally, the American Senate now has its first openly active World of Warcraft player. Colleen Lukowicz was subject to an odd smear campaign by her Republican opponent when a site was set up called Colleen's World, taking things she said in the game out of context. Despite this, she won and said young first time voters saw it as a personal attack over something that is a normal activity these days to play video games. Fingers crossed she won't have to use her skills as a level 85 orc in the Senate.
4: Well done. Well done. Congratulations. Well done. Well done, America. Of
0: course.
1: Well done, America.
0: Thank you, America.
3: Well, don't you think more politicians should play video Definitely. games? Definitely. In fact, they should be forced to. Uh,
0: absolutely. I mean, it's it's uh, astonishing that this was used as some sort of, as a basis for a smear campaign. I'm, I'm sure there are other things worse.
3: I think particularly Keith Fares. Mm. Yeah, does he play video games or not? No, he's never played one in his life. He
0: pretends to know a lot
3: about them, doesn't he? Have
0: you
4: ever got Vasey? Have I ever got Vasey? <laughs> we tried for a while to get Vasey
3: on the show. He's ungettable. Ed, Ed Vasey not. Yeah. or Keith Vaz, Ed Vasey. Yeah. No,
0: we, could call, we
4: could call Vaz Vasey, Vasey. <laughs> you Now, couldn't we from now on? Maybe you could talk to Ed Vasey's people who said that he'd come on the show and say, if we don't get you Vasey, we're getting Vasey. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs>
3: I, I, I did once quote Don Foster. Uh, the, the, the Lib Dem MP for Bath who's um, fairly aged but he's good, he's a sensible man He's he's got a brain, I don't know what he's doing being a politician, but... Um, he sort of uh, sticks up for games against the likes of Keith Faz, even though he also admits that um, he's a bit too old to actually play games. But, right. um, but at least he's aware of the, I, I suppose it's partly because sort of future's based down in Bath, yeah. of, of the importance of the games industry and actually speaks sense. So he's the only politician I've ever got any sense out of on games. How, and how, how old is he?
0: all roughly To consider himself To be too old To be video games so Do you think the number oh, On the front of game boxes Is the oldest you can be <laughs> To play them mm. <laughs> Tom, Tom Watson's so. the guy Isn't he, he He's the, the guy He's
4: the video game um, oh, yeah. Evangelist Inside yeah. the House of Commons Uh was he? He uh, he was talking about Elite this week. I noticed. Was he? He was. Ta- he was-, was he?
0: <laughs> <laughs> did he? Can dogs, yeah, stand yeah. dog's
4: dead. <laughs> no, he was. Uh, uh, yeah, he was saying how excited he was about Elite's Kickstarter because he right. he spent weeks on that as a kid. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. I mean, true. Maybe not interesting. <laughs> well,
0: he, so we could find out whether um, he put his money where his uh, tweets went oh. though, couldn't we? By seeing whether he's backed on Kickstarter. Do you think he has? Hmm.
4: Let's find out. Anne? Sure. Thanks, Anne.
1: One life
5: left. Video game news with Anne Scantleberry.
4: You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM Broadcasting right now live across London You may be listening to the podcast which is available at
1: OneLifeLeft.com
4: In which case, well, it's not live But I hope you're enjoying it But it was live It was live once At some point Is it dead now? I downloaded the uh, Hookshot LNC podcast Oh really?
0: Yeah, because they have started I now. Oh, yeah. I've, See, I've not listened to them so oh, yeah. are you just downloading? Yeah,
1: just to, to make, boost their numbers. Well, yeah,
0: but per, I'm making a taking a personal stand against.
1: That's a very interesting <laughs> way of doing things.
0: I'm going
4: back to listen in to them yet. Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, what you going to tell us what song this was, were not you? I believe, and I've managed to leave the track listing at home, but I believe this is by uh, Switch On. We will add the track listing to our liner notes on the website wwwone But all of the songs this week, as with every other week this season, I think, are taken from chipmusic.org, which is a brilliant repository of chiptune music. It's good it sounds very old school, this, doesn't it? It sounds like an
3: old... Oh. That might be because it's tune.
4: Yeah, no, sorry. I mean, I mean it sounds... Craftworky.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. Craft-work-y, so, well, so it sounds like, it,
4: yeah. No, no, I think this may be a theme from a game, right. a new a new game. But yeah, um, again, a new game.
0: I'm not sure about that. That seems like a good time to start talking to our guest then, doesn't it? Good idea, Simon. Steve Boxer, so yeah, I we were chatting outside. Steve, uh, I've known you... All of my professional life, I think. <laughs> when did I first meet you? Was It ni- this must have been like ni- between 92 and 94.
3: Yeah, it would have been probably about 92 uh, when I was working next door to you at uh, EMAP Business and Computer Publications. What? And uh, I discovered e- EMAP Images in Farringdon. So, um, what, so what were you doing at the time? Well, I was working on PC user, in fact, but um, uh, I found myself spending an increasing amount of time next door after discovering all those classic games mags in uh, the. It was all the
0: kids next. I I, I got the impression that EMAP very much viewed us as the children of the business. We were (laughs) like press gang. They'd sort of send... I, I remember there was an awards do once. Not sure if you went to it. at uh, Alexander Palace. Des Lynham hosted.
3: Yes, I did go to that. We won one, mo- yeah.
0: a most improved magazine, which is such a backhanded compliment. <laughs> yeah, so not quite as rubbish as you used to be, but I, but I, I remember
3: that year on PC User, we, we, we were a bit uh, unimpressed with that because um, basically we we made all the money that kept EMAC B and CP alive, and right. and that meant we didn't need awards.
4: Yeah, <laughs> Simon got the tries which hardest
0: exactly <laughs> So, uh, how how did you get started on PC users Was that by design or accident, or
3: total accident? Uh, I had sort of left university, decided I wanted to be a journalist. Um, this is bear in mind after a sort of misspent youth spent in the arcades. So. Um, um, I uh, The first job I got was actually Personal Computer World um, at uh, VNU in Broadwick Street. Right. And I've been doing that job for about, I don't know, six weeks when everyone in the building went out on strike. <laughs> so I, I, I spent the next three months of my life on strike in the middle of Soho, which was which was great, but Bad place to be, not yeah. enormously productive. <laughs> and then I sort of. What were you striking for?
0: Obviously, more we'll pay, presumably. Or? So, oh, God, it was. More know, RAM! <laughs>
3: <laughs> but those were Thatcherite days and. Uh, It was all to do with house agreements and those were the days when the NUJ held sway and so forth and it was Graham Andrews who was in charge of VNU, was trying to bust the house agreements and right. pretty much left us no choice but to go out on strike. Okay. Um, I mean, it's great fun, particularly in the middle of Soho, but only for about a month, and then you, it started to get a bit much. and right. uh, so you and, went back to
0: work. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I was
3: fine then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> elsewhere. Yeah,
0: right. So uh, you moved from PC user to...
3: Well, warrior? then, th- then uh, I, I had a sort of uh period um editing a magazine uh for uh richard Desmond's, which uh, oh, interesting, sexy sexy yeah well sexy it, which was called pc news weekly it would have been a good mag but because um i mean those are again that was early 90s and um uh, apart from okay magazine um all the other mags he had were porn mags hmm. and so we didn't really fit in and uh, did you
4: ever think about sexing your pc news up well,
3: no, but I, I can remember I would have sort of corporate types coming round to sort of visit me and show me their latest software or hardware or whatever, and they'd literally have to negotiate piles and piles of porn <laughs> bags. Someone thought it was great. Oh, that's just Steve.
4: <laughs> <laughs> isn't, isn't that, that's what PC Format used to do, though. They used to have a lady on the cover licking a stick of RAM or something, <laughs> didn't they? <laughs> they, yeah. Did. Yeah. they had the right idea.
3: Yeah. I, I remember... Um, uh, in spending time at ID Software in the sort of mid 90s, and um, uh, you'd always be able to um, find American McGee's desk um, because uh, next to it was a big stack of porn mags. Really? He was character artist, obviously, so it was research. Of course. Oh. Wow, the lovely American. I'm still in touch with him. He's in China now.
0: I just decided to not tell an anecdote. <laughs> yeah. Well done. That's, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's moderation in action. Yeah, 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 Thank you. And uh, legal reasons. Uh, so, you, so you're you're currently uh, sort of best known for your Guardian work
3: these days, probably. Yeah. So you mean...
0: so you were there at the start. You're there now. How how are things different? Because you 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 mentioned people coming around to uh, hardware and software back in those days.
3: How are... yeah, well, I mean. The internet happened, didn't it? Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, nowadays, um, I, mean, I, I spent many years freelancing for the Telegraph before decamping to the Guardian, uh, when the Telegraph was going through one of its rare phases of uh, acknowledging the existence of the 20, 20th century, <laughs> let alone the 21st. But um, obviously that didn't last that long. And uh, so uh, good old Jack Schofield rescued me and I pitched up at the Guardian. I, I mean, I've always been a Guardian reader. Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, obviously the primary difference nowadays is that uh, um, most of the coverage goes on the website rather than in the paper and, uh, and budgets are almost non-existent.
0: What about the, um, the pace of it now?
3: The pace? Well, I suppose um, uh, certainly when you say go on a press trip you have to file during it whereas previously you would have sort of done a big round up when you sort of got back because there was no way of really sort of getting it into the newspaper although I, I do love doing the old sort of hold the front page stuff I've done um, stuff for the newspaper, the Guardian um, from things like sort of COD launches in the past right. where where I've uh, I've actually filed copy sort of before 11:30 p.m or something and uh, and 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 it's um, piece I've written's actually gone in the the third edition but not the first two. Wow. That's quite I love exciting, that sort. Yeah, of yeah. Have you
1: ever had to
3: phone it in. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, we do that all the time. Brilliant. I I've phoned in copy. I used to write for the Mirror um and I I've phoned in copy for them. Um I mean uh, my my first job on um, Persa Computer World was uh, proper... Um, I was the lowest of the low sub-editor, my first ever journalistic job. It was a proper paste-up sub. We used to... Um, you you send all the, the copy off to the typesetters and they print it out on bromides in the sort of column length and then you'd literally paste it up on boards and then you'd get in a taxi and go to the typesetters to get it properly typeset. So... Um, uh, uh, by the time you got there, various bits of bromide would have fallen off the board. So you'd spend the next fifteen minutes sort of in the taxi with, the, with it ticking over, um, picking up all the bits of bromide that had fallen off, and the, the, the art editor would carefully put in the right place and trying to get them right.
4: It's a, it's a bit of a dream team at the Guardian at the moment, isn't it? You've got a uh, Parko, of course, oh, yeah. Simon Parkin, yeah. friend of One Life Left, and, of course. and uh, Big Keith. Yeah. We, we need to give Keith a more pro- than a friend Of one life or pro- yeah. He is He tried he? to be He tried to he be He tried to be more than a friend didn't he, he tried to be We had to knock him back exactly, a bit. We have to respect our so limits
3: Well Keith is really Our great leader these days mm. he, he he runs the games coverage He just took over commissioning And he's sort of uh, He's the only one of us Who's sort of on a contract With the Guardian, So Right um, But and he yeah just The lovely did a Keith He's a he's Big awesome. piece we about um,
4: About GTA 5 Didn't he
3: Yeah um, Yeah that was in today's paper Which Rich was really nice to see Sort mm. of um, based on that interview with uh, Dan Hauser I think in um, in the New York Times, and obviously um, everyone's very excited about uh, anything GTA Five related. Yeah, I
4: think that's quite interesting that they would. I mean, because when we saw Keith last, he'd just, he'd come, just back come back from doing yeah. that interview in New York. Mm. So for him to, and he was worried, wasn't he? Uh, there'd been an incident.
0: <laughs> Are we allowed to talk about <laughs> this? Well, I mean, it didn't I, happen, did it? It didn't happen, so it's fine. It's fine because it's not true. Just in case, but he was concerned that oh, having
3: go, uh, go on, don't cancel <coughs> grant- I thought I heard this.
0: Having well, been granted an audience with Mr.
4: House, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, hypothetically speaking, if you were granted an audience with Mr. House, very, very important, and as I was about to say, it's you know, it's, I think it's quite quite interesting that the Guardian, you know, not. Traditionally, the focus of games companies' uh, coverage for their video games normally they go to the official magazines and and to the you know the big websites and stuff. But to grant the Guardian a huge interview, that's a big big deal. And Keith, obviously, like you say, he's the he's the current leader at the Guardian, so flown over there does this interview. Hypothetically hypothetically, hypothetically comes back, yeah, to to Nottingham where hypothetically well, one wife left. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, involve him in, in in our schemes and drinking and and various nights out. He was concerned that he'd mislaid the
0: uh, the, the evidence. Hypothetically, <laughs> Hypothetically speaking, <laughs> if you
4: have done this sort of interview and then arrive at Nottingham Game City, have a nice time. <laughs> And then that time becomes significantly less nice when you realise you've lost all of the work that you've just been doing.
3: There, there was a button that wasn't pressed properly or No, something. it was all fine in the end. It was just japes. Few, but, uh, yeah, thank goodness for that. Yeah. Dictaphone
4: yes. was lost. Dictaphone was fa- found. Was totally that?
0: fine. No one need know about
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, Steve, it's... just before we move on, so
0: you've been doing well, a long well, time. I've got something i to say, of I like to say about, yeah.
3: about the Hauser Brothers. Right. Oh, really? It's you this know this is live, don't you? And, yeah. Uh, well, no, this is this is clean. Don't worry about it. But um, yeah, no, I, I knew um, I first met them back in the day. In fact, when I first met Sam and Dan, uh, they were sort of lowly um, product marketing types for BMG Interactive, right, yeah, long yeah, before yeah. Rockstar ever existed. And uh, of course, BMG Interactive. BMG massive sort of music company, they thought, oh, let's get into the games world, so they set up um, a publisher, and they published the sort of top-down GTA games. Yeah. And, but it was a pr- proper sort of vanity publishing exercise, and um, and then, um, obviously, it didn't last long, they, they weren't getting vast amounts of revenues in, so the German sort of parent company shut them down, but um, uh, the, the Hauser brothers uh, saw the potential of um, of, of GTA, uh, particularly when it went sort of 3D, which, the, which you could do on the PS2. So um, they just took that and um, lit the sort of fantastically classic Brits abroad pulled the wool over the eyes of, of Take-Two who were just a distribution, games distribution company and, and sort of charmed them into giving them tens of millions of dollars to set up Rockstar. <laughs> How do we do that?
4: I don't know. I think they've got 80 million... Pounds each, or eighty million dollars. Oh, oh. It doesn't really matter when you get to that. It's 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 Whatever
0: you currency. Stop MT8, don't yeah. you? <laughs> the they, they,
3: they used to have a rock star branded Sunseeker in the in the East River. Did they?
0: I Where don't... is it now? Then. You used to fall on hard times, have they? Goodness knows. So yeah, briefly. So you've been doing this for a long time. You're still doing it now. How do you remain enthusiastic about video games? <laughs> you and uh, advice for us all.
3: Well, it's the quality of the games themselves. So, I mean. Um, uh, I'm I'm now getting quite excited about the n- next round of consoles. What do you know about them? Well, uh, people, nobody knows anything, of course, officially. But people
0: keep calling the new Xbox a name, don't? And I keep forgetting what it is whenever uh, they call it Xbox. Something. I think
3: Xbox Next has been touted, but I, 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 I don't. I don't think that's likely. I mean, goodness knows, but yeah, clearly that's the next one. That's well, apart from the Wii U, obviously. Um, two
0: weeks I play yeah, it's good actually. i I've, I've changed my mind on that. I I, 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 (laughs) I have, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm man enough, mature enough to admit that I was, uh, I was hasty, Steve. I (laughs) think it's
3: good. I, I like the Wii U. Um, I, th- I think it's a bit sort of maligned. Uh, it's certainly a very odd uh, piece of kit. You know, it's 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 just very strange, but it actually makes a lot more sense than you think it would when you get your hands on it. Uh, the trouble is, uh, it makes no sense, really, until you get your hands on it, so uh, there's a sort of dilemma yeah. for Yeah,
4: I'm going to open a book on the <laughs> and <laughs> and how the length to... of time it takes <laughs> for that yeah. Wii U to end up at the yeah. bottom of a canal <laughs> <laughs> alongside your Wii. Okay, uh, thanks for that, Steve. Yep. We will have Derek Williams uh, and his free market economy on the show now
2: unsurprisingly Halo 4 is the best selling game right now however as this is Remembrance Sunday when I'm creating this production I thought I'd have a look at some of the games that have fallen by the wayside at my store utterly ignored by my customer base Most significant in my mind in these is Deus Ex Human Revolution. When I bought it, it was selling easily online for around £25, but I thought I'd give my customers a chance to buy a top title for a change. After all, they frequently complain I don't have enough selection of such. But no, they remain resolutely uninterested in the game, even for £5. But then, it is the PS3 version of the game and the user base for that console just simply isn't enough for me. I'd have thought someone would have wanted it in the space of a year though. Other forgotten and neglected games include The Club, which I thought was quite a nice circuit-based arcade shooter game. Shows what I know. Too Human has never been an easy one to get rid of as well. But then, that is generally considered quite the flop. But again, I thought there was something of merit there. James Bond Bloodstone sat on the shelf for a very long time before I sold it for a rather small amount. Disappointingly, if I'd kept it until now, I might have got a bit more for it. Oh well, never mind. I'm Derek Williams and spare a thought of remembrance for the idea behind this free market economy production which seemed to die somewhere along the way.
4: Okay, well, let's hope the theme doesn't give out.
1: Uh-oh. Uh, I am disgusted with you. I can never hear that enough.
0: <laughs> is this <laughs> you or the are you reading something out? Right.
1: This is a letter. Uh, I'm disgusted with you, One Life Left, and specifically with you, Simon. Right. And generally with you video games community your dismissal of the watchdog report on fifa 13 where glitches affected gameplay, play invisible balls and transactions uh, little jimmy losing ultimate team packs he had paid for was indicative of the attitude of the gaming community at large why did games fans get so prickly why do we always get on the defensive when we feel our precious games are under attack from the mainstream media Don't they have anything better to do at the BBC just now? Yes. Yes, they do. But surely the second biggest selling game of the year being unfit for sale demands our attention. We continually get treated badly and we take it. We need to rise up like little Mo and hit out with the hot iron of consumer (laughs) dissatisfaction. Yours faithfully, John Norris. He describes himself as an enemy of the show, but... Right, was that a serious letter? It sounded a little bit serious, didn't it? I tried to give it a jovial slap. Also,
4: just to be clear, if you don't like one of us, that doesn't make you an enemy. No, no. You, yeah, can exactly. be, you can still be be a friend. You, if you don't like two of us...
1: You're on tricky ground. Three
4: of us, definitely an enemy. Yeah. So let us know, John. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Simon? Uh, we, I think it's our job to dismiss things on this
0: show. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wasn't, yeah, we weren't really... Dis- it just felt that like a couple of people... I mean, I, I know a lot of people that play FIFA. I know none of them that have had that problem. Yeah, that's... So still, that was what we the,
4: were sort of trying to say. You were trying to say. Yeah. That's the issue, isn't it? Uh, the line at which something becomes unfit for sale. Because, uh, you know, when, especially in reviews, there are kind of two halves to every review. There's the technical appraisal, whether this thing works as it should, and the subjective, you know, how does it feel? Is Do I enjoy it and stuff? And... I think that is, there are some problems with the technical implementation of what they're trying to do. But it doesn't sound like the game is completely flawed, like it doesn't work completely. We've right? passed it as fit for sale. We, have <laughs> we? Yeah. Officially. Maybe they can stamp that on yeah, the exactly, box. Yeah. Okay.
3: Could, oh, sorry, yeah, I, I was just going to say, can I stick up for the mainstream? Oh, yeah, you can. Because, please do. Um, I mean... Uh, obviously people are always going on about the mainstream press um, sort of slagging off games but when they say the mainstream press what they actually mean is the Daily Mail um, and, and Watchdog, um, yeah and, and occasionally the Sun um, but I mean even if you go into Mail Online uh, there's a guy called Talal Musa, who's a really good guy who, who writes lots of really good stuff about games but yeah and we don't have to read the Daily Mail do we? But, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, they have done some appalling things in the past. And death by play- PlayStation mm. was one thing. But don't tell the rest of us with that, please. Okay.
0: We're also mainstream media, by the way. You can't get more mainstream. Yeah, exactly. It's basically yeah. the yeah. Daily Mail it's. and Simon, exactly. Um uh, Rich emails. Uh, he says, Dear team and super special guest stroke ghost, this week while standing in a long queue at a book signing a lady and two gentlemen were debating when another equally spectacular podcast A Life Well Wasted was first aired. Also uh, being a fan.
4: Slightly less spectacular.
0: Yeah. Also, also being a fan I used my eye device to verify the date when she spots the world famous OLL podcast logo. Question, Am I a FOTS? She eagerly asks. Answer, why of course. As we chat, I mentioned that Simon, sure, we will be on stage two, Byron, stitched me up like a kippa kip gov at the London karaoke event. Not only was I left singing alone, but being just one beard deep meant I was completely sober and singing to two to three hundred strangers. That's my fiance. What, what, what? I'm chatting to the better half of OLL, a better six. Then it got to me even more improbable. Turns out she wrote the lyrics to the karaoke song I butchered. I'm not Which sure. Song what song was that? Double uh... Rain. Yeah, would it be no, it's I think this was disco two thousand. Okay, okay. But it got even more improbable. It turns out she went through carrying some butcher. I'm not sure what the probability of these events all occurring is, but if I had to guess I'd say about seven out of ten. There's a lesson for you here, listeners talk to ladies about One Life Less <laughs> <laughs> if you're in a queue if you're listening to the podcast now yeah. right, and there are ladies near you to
1: be your fiancé no
0: there are other ladies I don't that know. one's taken but mm-hmm. there are other just turn and say just say Fox are you <laughs> Fox <fots?
3: Well, laughs>
0: Right in and let us know how you get on
3: there's another lesson as well which is don't do karaoke sober exactly I, and
0: we were on stage with him
3: or yeah. well, you two were Steve. Yeah, I this was,
4: was the most recent karaoke.
3: Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely, we've always got your back,
0: do listeners. You always, S- Don't S- worry. S-
3: Simon, do you always do print songs in karaoke?
0: Uh, we've, got, we've only got one print song, yeah.
3: One, because my, my special karaoke bomb, and it's just one of the best karaoke songs you it? could ever do uh, Little Red Corvette. It's like, well, very, like, very rude lyrics.
0: We'll, we'll chat to you about all that. Suggestive. Often. What's your letter?
3: My letter, it starts off Hey, which is a nice breezy way to start. <laughs>
0: We've got very greasy
3: listeners. I hope you've all had a good week. I would like to ask a question which might benefit listeners other than just myself.
4: Oh, that's nice.
3: Come December, my wife and I are having our first baby, and much like the innocence of a naive child's ears witnessing the onslaught of Craig the Rage McClellan's deliberately chosen words, my gaming time is going to be taken from me forcibly and, (laughs) I imagine, replaced with a whole new outlook on the world. So what I wanted to ask for the new parents and parents-to-be is this. What games do you three and ssg if applicable recommend for those on a budget with only short bursts of playtime available many thanks for the last deliberate and not aaron k green
4: i think the best gaming investment you can make at the moment is a playstation network plus account yes because not only does it give you access to what they're calling your instant games library which is a rotating library of some full full price games i think you pay 40 quid for a sub a year yeah if you shop around Um, you can get it a little cheaper you also get discounts on psn games and i think find that for those sort of lightweight go in, play a game for five minutes, e.g. Dyad, which, you know, I'm doing that with at the moment, PSN is the place to be. They're the most interesting games, and they fit that short burst the best.
3: I totally endorse that. Yeah, It's been the year of PSN and XBLA games. There have been some awesome games. it. completely
0: agree, yeah. (laughs) And, yeah, yeah, get yourself a Vita as well, because Plus is coming, I mean, obviously you said you've got a limited budget, but Plus is coming out on Vita and you'll be able to Cuddle the
4: baby, boss, <sighs> whilst, clo- whilst <laughs> using the rear touch pad. Mm-hmm. Steve. Ben Hall! Right. It's been a while since we had a letter from Ben Hall. Has been think. seven Says, days. Hello, team, possibly plus a super special guest. In last week's episode, Steve Owen from the Good Games Press wanted to disassociate his company from the evil, lowercase, Games Press. I think that this is a good thing, although it seems he might want to check that his own house is in order before he starts throwing press release stones at other glass houses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You see, I went on the Uppercase Games Press website, Uppercase Games Re- Press website, and had a look at the who are we section. In there, Steve Owen talks about what he does at Uppercase Games Press and the various publications he has worked for in the past. However, he mentions Beck's beer, which I find a little strange. Why does Steve mention a beer that is brewed in the Germany city of Bremen? Has Steve been paid by Beck's beer to promote their lovely tasting lager, which is brewed on the, under the Rheinheitsgebot purity law? And is he therefore as corrupt as the hashtagging lowercase games press? I think the fact that he has correctly used the apostrophe in Beck's is a sure sign of the egginess <laughs> regarding this deal. Cheerio! A fen. What's got to say about that? Steve Owen Yes, Steve Owen You're being accused of corruption And corruption that goes significantly de- deeper Than the corruption that OLL has been seeking For several weeks no now No one will corrupt no us No one will give us $60
1: $60? That's no all we one. want $60
4: And we'll
1: do anything Or a
4: PS3 And 8 out 10 We will do anything Yeah, anything. Why
3: $60? <laughs> Just, why not? Yeah What's your rate, yeah, Steve? You know so yeah, I on a second Yeah Well, I... I, I uh, <laughs> name your price really okay is well, that- this
0: isn't a competition is it? <laughs> can we go first we've had nothing we need nothing.
3: to unionise
0: don't yeah. we yeah we do <laughs> let on strike is that the end that's of the it. Yes. Discussion? thank you very much for your correspondence this week uh, we love hearing from you please do continue to write into
1: team at onelifeleft.com
0: and um, that's it and that's it goodbye
4: Listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We're a video game radio show. It's 15 minutes to the hour. No, really? I've been working so hard on that, Anne. What? I'm telling the time. Yeah. Since <laughs> like, we uh, it's it's going to do quite with well. big hands yeah. little hands, but right. apparently it's it's not good enough. I, I don't know if you heard the bike show, Simon. I caught the end of it, as I always try to, by being here. But, but... we had a we had a tweet from them earlier. Said, mind your heads. At one life left, the broadcasting bar will be set high. Another radio first on the bike show tonight, as Pete Goss takes a wee in a hedge.
5: <gasps> Unbelievable. Oh, Unbelievable! That sounds to me
4: like to be more than 140 characters as Unbelievable. well. Unbelievable. So no, that was that was, was 140 it? characters. So I put out a call. Right, on, we're going on <laughs> to I asked for
5: people's.
4: Uh, I asked for people's people's stories about video games and bodily fluids right so we can one up Then we had a couple of tweets we're lowering that bar for you
0: now
5: oh, jack yes. are, you sure
3: this, are, you, are you sure this is resonance fm and not north norfolk radio
4: <laughs> <laughs> david Shawgab says the bit in metal gear solid 2 where a guard can pee on you that did happen that right? that doesn't didn't happen it? Are you sure I don't know. I'm not a Metal Gear fighter. Steve. Oh yes,
0: that? no. When you're clambering round the outs of the, uh, the the outside of the big shell, yeah, a god does a wee near you.
3: Maybe, maybe that's because you had a jellyfish sting or something. Maybe. Maybe.
4: Uh, Ed Fear says, at the age of seven, I weed myself playing a Tetris arcade machine in a water park in Spain. And well, then if he you're mentions yourself anywhere. Then he says typo meant twenty-seven. Obviously, <laughs> totally, totally fine. <laughs> And, uh, and Michael Fredrickson says It is my birthday, sing me happy birthday now, Which isn't anything to do with we- Bodily functions is But it? we can yeah.
1: make it so uh,
4: We're not going to do that no. Michael uh, Michael you might remember from earlier in the season on One Life Left still's, Still owes us a feature. It does. And a feature The
0: last time we sang happy birthday to anybody We got complaints
4: <laughs> That is true, <laughs> that is actually genuinely true uh, We also operated the B OLLX. Hashtag <laughs> this week for our Video game minutiae uh, turns out that uh, for breakfast, Carly Nair had a boiled egg and a grapefruit. Interesting. Uh, Thomas Horn had packet of beef hula hoops, which tasted great. If you've great. got anything you just want to chat to us about, hashtag it <laughs> <chatter> OLLX. <laughs> Reviews. Anne, what have you been playing this week?
1: Right. Well, I was going to say I've been playing Curiosity, but I don't know if I've been playing Curiosity or if it has been playing me.
4: Very good Curiosity killed the scants Doesn't work Doesn't work Doesn't work
1: Uh, I tapped loads on a screen Something happened Mm -hmm. Wasn't really my fault that it happened
0: Did you tap a willy out?
1: No, I didn't. That's all that anybody I can do. Know. And
0: even Molyneux's been commenting on it. He wants people to turn the tap willies into beautiful things.
1: Can you do that?
0: What What could be more... <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, but you'd rather have people doing that on their iPhones than sort of scratching it into um, the walls of lifts I and
0: things. How's that stop then? What lifts have been cleaned up because people are drawing willies? Maybe that's
1: what the experiment is about. Maybe. Mm. Cleaning up the cities. Right. One box at a time. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I'll i give it 7 out of 10, but I don't really know what for. Do
4: you remember when you said you weren't going to review this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How did, oh, how's that adapted. working out? You're okay. <laughs> Very clever.
1: <laughs> um, so instead I will review uh, Angry Birds Star Wars. It's pretty cute, hey?
0: I think it's great. Is and it? I dislike Angry Birds, and I'm not a massive fan of Star Wars these days.
1: Yeah, it's Excellent. Have you been playing it too?
4: I, no, I was going to talk about something else. You're always okay. going on about Star Wars. You bought that board game. You were talking about how you bought a little TIE fighter.
1: But
0: what? Is that always going on? Remarking on something I did at the weekend. It's this, this conversation. <laughs> is
4: anyone still doing transcripts of One Life Letters? <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> control F. Uh,
1: no, it's really cute. It is um, an Angry Birds game. You throw a bird towards some things that are pigs.
3: Right. And use. You- not Ewoks.
1: Well, well. Uh, aren't they all pigs disguised, like just dressed up in other things?
3: They are, yeah. I mean, Star Wars pigs. costumes.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, but that makes it really nice. They have the little story as you go into each level. Yeah. It's nice if you've seen Star Wars. I don't know what it would be like if you hadn't seen Star Wars. You'd probably just be like, I don't, I don't really. Understand. Well, even if you
0: have seen Star Wars, what if, if you've seen Star Wars but not Angry Birds? That would be a little more confusing, wouldn't it? No. What, you'd be like, what the what, what, what? WTF is going on?
1: What, because you don't understand why birds are dressed up like Princess yeah, Leia? Yeah, you understand
0: like Star Wars, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what sort of world would you live in for that to be normal? For that to be normal?
3: Yeah, but you'd have had to have been cryogenically frozen for about so, well, 20 there you years go. or something. Exactly, Looking forward to getting out? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I had a lovely time playing it. It's very cute. Give it 7 out of 10.
0: I've been playing Assassin's Creed 3 Revelation. Really? Yes. Mm. Big hitter. Yeah, it's the Vita exclusive version of Assassin's Creed and um, it takes everything that makes uh, an Assassin's Creed game an Assassin's Creed game and uh, uh, puts it on a handheld. It's a little rough around the edges in places. Uh, I think it clearly pushes the Vita quite hard because characters pop up now and again and it's a little bit of jerkiness here and there. But overall, it's very... Yeah, it's, it's Assassin's Creed in your hand. Um, it's a complete new story, which I don't quite follow. Set in New Orleans, and I've just gone elsewhere. I won't spoil that for you. But it's good, yeah. Lots of free running. Um, you can play as, as an assassin and or, this, or a slave. That's fine. The lady missions are a little bit boring. But um, it's probably the most comprehensive adventure since the Metal Gear Solid collection. Um, so, yeah, if you're after something a little meteor, well worth it. 7 out of 10. Steve.
3: Yeah, well, uh, I've been playing a few things recently. I've been... Actually, one thing I want to mention, I'm not going to review it, is uh, Doom 3 BFG, which I've been really enjoying, but it got sort of... What, What's that? Well, then, do, do well, review it. It's Doom 3 with all the DLC, plus Doom 1 and Doom 2. And uh, it's like a little bit okay. of gaming history. And it sort of um, crept onto the market and didn't do anything. But but I really like it. I, I love Doom 3. I think it's great. But um, the thing I will review is uh, Wonderbook, Book of Spells, oh. which I have been playing to uh, review. And uh, it's very impressive. Uh, I love it, I must admit. I mean, it's, it's aimed at sort of 12-year-olds and younger, really. And you couldn't say it's a game, it's 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 it just sort of puts you in Hogwarts. Essentially, it's it's like being in spellcasting lessons at Hogwarts, but it does that very cleverly. Obviously it's augmented reality and it comes with this sort of book Um, accessory which you can reuse I mean it's a bit sort of Wonderbook 1.0, I've seen Dig's Nightcrawler which is the next one they're doing for Wonderbook and uh, and that's a bit more sophisticated in terms of the things you can do, the sort of gameplay, but it's just classic, you you sit there and you learn your Harry Potter spells and um, certainly much more fun than any of the uh, sort of expensively licensed Harry Potter games, but the key thing about it is if you've got sort of kids who are 12 or under who are massive Harry Potter fans, uh, you can just... It's like a digital babysitter. You can just uh, park them in front of it. Only one person can play at a time, but you can sort of grab the wand out while, of each other's hands. While the hand. of
0: you go out. yes, it's, just sort of, yeah, it's
3: <laughs> exactly that. And they'll be sort of enthralled for at least an hour, so you can go and catch a kip or something.
0: Wow. How, mu- how much is it?
3: Well, it's... I think it's... 34.99 RRP, but then and is, um, is that with the with the? That, that, that's without the without uh, the, the the the, 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 the move and the PlayStation camera. Those two together cost 35 quid. But obviously, it's all reusable. Um, the, the 35 quid gets you the the software in the book. Okay. And, and they do bundles which i think are slightly less than 70 quid i'm not sure mm. how much but um, depending on what you've already got so you can you can get what you need
0: oh uh, yeah i'm 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 in uh,
4: what would, what score would you give it
3: I would give it, oh, let's see, seven out of ten. Nice.
4: Seems fair. I've been playing the Humble Android Bundle. Oh, oh I bought this as well. Really? This is my
0: first time I've bought an, an, a Humble Bundle. M- me too, yeah. Me
4: too. Uh, because I think the lineup is absolutely it's astonishing, stunning, isn't it? Like, yeah. Amazing. There are six games in it, you can pay what you want. How much did you pay? I paid. Shouldn't that be a secret? No. I mean, I don't mind. I, I well,
0: pay... um, what? Sorry, you said there are six games. Are oh, there? There are six games. Oh, there. Okay, so you paid more than $4.99. Uh,
4: well, it says... So the six games are Splice, yep. Euphoria, yep. Walk, uh, Waking Mars, mm-hmm. Crown Physics Deluxe, Super Brothers, Sword and Sorcery EP, and Machinarium, which, if you pay more than the average of $6.15 currently, well, you has gone block. up. Well, that's it, because it was
0: $5.99 when I paid for it, and I thought, every time you pay more, it's going to push the average up. It's very clever by the indies.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super, super clever. And, and this is the first time. They, they're all available in androids uh, I played some of these games before. I think we've reviewed Euphoria on the show. I think even I think and reviewed what you, Do you remember what you gave it?
1: I don't know. It's a long time ago. Sorry. I
4: think uh, hasn't Alex been on the show? He has. He, he has. has. Fox, yeah, yeah uh, super super good game. I really really enjoyed that. Seven out of ten. Uh, super Brothers we've talked about many many times. Swords and Sorcery. Does uh, it work on the?
0: Have you tried it on the phone? I yet? haven't played. No, that I've that on the not the played phone it on mine either yet
4: either. But uh, if it's anything like the other version, definitely seven out of ten. Chrome Physics Deluxe, classic physics game. Brilliant uh, draw objects mechanics. I haven't played that on my phone yet either. Uh, but again, seven out of ten. Machinarium, beautiful point and click. The two that I really, really want to talk about are Waking Mars and Splice. Splice is a super simple uh, puzzle game based around genetics. You pull apart little, uh, I guess, spliced organisms. organisms and try and create different things to a template uh, it took me a while to get my head around it but it's beautifully designed and it's perfect for a phone it's really one of those games that you'll sit, as I did here on the on, on the tube puzzle over one of the things for a while um, and the journey just disappears really really enjoyed it um, that was probably worth the amount of money I paid mm. for it alone uh, seven out of ten definitely and waking Mars which is really appropriately timed because this is the game that everyone is saying is the modern day version of exile which which I think I talked about yep. last week on the show when someone said, what game from the uh, 70s or 80s would you remake now? Uh, Waking Mars is a game where you are an explorer on Mars uh, looking for life and interacting with that life and things get uh, darker and more intriguing the further you get into Mars. Uh, it's all about how you interact with the plant life and how the plant life interacts with other plants as well. It isn't like Exile. I mean, I get why that comparison has been made and truly there is nothing like Exile and so I still need that uh, fulfilling that wish, but it's still brilliant. Really, really enjoying it. I'm actually playing that on the PC version, uh, which you get to go for with. The I, 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 to th- that was the one I was most
0: interested in as well. I had some problems with it on my phone, um, mm-hmm. so I'm ho- waiting for them to update it.
3: Because you'll be able to play all those when uh, good old Ouya comes out. You know the Android console. We will do. Yeah. When Have you covered Ouya? <laughs> we haven't covered Ouya.
4: Ouya. No, we're going to wait until it comes out. We are. Uh, so I'm, we'll be expected I'm, to cover that in about series 15.
3: They're talking April, actually. Yeah.
4: We're talking April cheap, Steve.
3: <laughs> More
4: like. I'm
3: I don't know. We're, so we're cynical. I
4: think our line, is, uh, line at One Life Left is one of Ooya's scepticism, but we want to be proven wrong. Like yeah. Simon and the Wii U. Exactly. Um, our, yeah, our default position on anything is what does Martin Hollis think? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Um, what time is it, Anne? Since you're so good at telling the time.
1: It's like three minutes. Three minutes to? Is it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's we more need like to, um, two
4: minutes, too. We need to wrap up the show because we've been told by our resonance overlords they've got a big, big guest coming in next. Not I think that, a live no, show. They said that they need their listeners, they need to give their listeners time to calm down <laughs> yeah. between now and the next show. <laughs> <laughs> to
1: have, go to the toilet, the toilet <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs>
3: that's have a toilet break. Exactly. Have a cold true. shower. <laughs> that's
4: exactly. true. You should keep tuned to this brilliant radio station <laughs> yes. for that. But we have to go. Steve, thanks
0: ever so much for coming Thank on. Thank you. for putting a guest. Yeah, yeah can't you taken us for so
4: long. Come back, won't
0: you? I would love to. Good. Uh, enjoy Coblops too.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice. Let's know how
1: it is. Yeah, yeah,
4: dude. Uh, Yeah, we've been one life left. We will. Well, you two will. Yep. Be not, back next see week. I week. will see you in two weeks. Until then, goodbye. Bye.
5: Bye. <laughs>